How can you sleep at such a time as this? You got to get up. It's too much on the line. A lot is at stake. Today, you are charged with the responsibility of fulfilling your life's assignment. This is no regular, ordinary, run-of-the-mill day. This is a day where your purpose collides with your destiny. And all of it hinges on your decisions. Grateful to have all of you with us uh, on uh, today. Ask that you'll uh, jump on, but not just you. Uh, ask that you'll please uh, call in your friends, your family, and your colleagues uh, to be a part of our prayer uh, on this morning. I am uh, on my way uh, to New York. Uh, those of you who are in uh, uh, the New York metro area, ask that you will join me. Uh, I'll be speaking at the United Nations at 4 o'clock today, uh, calling for uh, a ceasefire uh, in Gaza, in the Middle East, and uh, for there to be uh, global assistance in humanitarian aid, uh, reaching over one million people who are finding themselves in despair. Uh, so ask that uh, you will please uh, pray for me uh, as I stand and as I walk. Uh, and I uh, really ring clear uh, in the uh, black preaching prophetic tradition of speaking truth to power. I am uh, starting off on the exact same corner uh, where Dr. King uh, over 55 years ago uh, gave a uh, press conference uh, asking for a ceasefire in Vietnam. We return back to that exact same street corner uh, years later today, uh, asking for peace uh, in the Middle East. I would be reckless and irresponsible uh, if I did not uh, breathe uh, the words of uh, the conflict that was taking place in the Sudan, uh, the conflict that is taking place in the Congo, uh, and uh, the unrest that is brimming in Haiti. And so uh, we point our prayers in all of those directions uh, this morning. Uh, before I go into prayer, uh, a couple of things that uh, I have to share. This coming Saturday is a landmark, historic, and a monumental moment at New Birth Cathedral in Stonecrest, Georgia. And I want you to come Saturday morning at 1130. History is going to be made. It will be the very first very first a clinic on the campus of a church in the entire state of Georgia, in the entire state of Georgia. Uh, so this coming Saturday, this full scale medical clinic will be able to do examinations, will be able to do testings, will be able to do screenings, and will be able to do x-rays. Uh, we are not going to dispatch you into other places is one-stop shop right there. Uh, over $1 million of uh, cutting-edge, state-of-the-art medical clinic, uh, medical equipment under our roof to be able to uh, serve uh, our community at a much more uh, grander scale. That's phase one. Phase two, by uh, the first quarter of next year, we'll be rolling out two medical uh, vehicles uh, to go to uh, seniors and to those who are immobile 
so that they might be uh, serviced as well. Uh, New Birth is a hedging itself to be a holistic ministry, uh, not just uh, focused on the soul, while that is uh, preeminent and prominent, uh, but also uh, about the maintenance of the body. We are the body of Christ. And because we are the body of Christ, we've got to take care of our bodies. I have uh, been engrossed uh, to make sure that I was uh, well equipped uh, to speak with uh, knowledge and power and information uh, on today in uh, New York. And uh, one of the things that I stumbled upon uh, that I really felt burdened to share with you. You are mindful on the news uh, that most of the casualties of this war that is taking place in Gaza has uh, impacted adversely young people. Seven out of 10 of those that are killed are children. Seven out of 10 of those that are killed are children. Uh, you just saw on uh, yesterday how they censured uh, the only Palestinian American congresswoman she hails out of Detroit uh, with one intention, which is to silence her voice while we are under the canopy of the Constitution, uh, where we have the freedom of speech, uh, when the only representative in the entire U.S. Congress is censured to not speak on behalf of her people and to speak against the pending genocide as levied by this nation and by the Israel government uh, is just egregious at best. I was going to really point my remarks in that area. I want to go a step further and talk about how war crimes are being committed because 11 medical health professionals have been killed in Gaza in the last three weeks. 11. I was going to point my remarks around that. 24 journalists 24 journalists have been killed. All of these are war crimes. And I was going to point my remarks around that. And then I was stopped in my tracks when I read something that I got to share with you on today that is not being uh, discussed in mainstream media. But you have a responsibility as believers and intercessors and as concerned citizens to know. The whole healthcare system in Gaza, in Israel, is about to implode. And one critical thing is happening that I had to share with you that I'm not sure you are aware of because they are stopping humanitarian aid from coming in. What nobody is discussing is the hospitals are just about out of general anesthesia. They are just about out of general anesthesia. Over this weekend, they performed emergency C-sections on pregnant women without anesthesia. If I was watching me who was a mother, skin should be crawling right now. C-sections without anesthesia. 
over the last uh, four days, those who have been caught under the rubble, those who have uh, found themselves in five-stage burns, have been having to go through emergency surgery of skin grafts with no anesthesia. I'm going to see my own point and raise my point if that does not uh, horrify you to the nth degree. Because this week, they have begun amputations of limbs with no anesthesia. Nothing to cope with the pain. Can you imagine the hospitals are so overrun? They are now releasing people who are at 60% recovery because they don't have the bed space to keep them in uh, a place of healing and wholeness. Comrades of the cross, I um, shudder to my core by this startling reality of what it means that you've got to heal while hurting. And that is my singular prayer point on today. That sometimes we find ourselves at a place where God is doing his perfect work in us with no anesthesia. That we got to go through the raw pain of the grief of losing a loved one, a significant other over the pandemic. And there was absolutely nothing to coax it. The only to be able to live through um, a healing process while you are hurting is uh, unfathomable for what it is that you have to contend with. Right? And nobody is uh, able to assuage uh, what you have to uh, encounter. Uh, to know that uh, you go through the loss of a job the separation of a child, dealing with anxiety of uh, your marital situation, or all of the pressure of your finances. You have a lingering pain in your body, in your shoulder, in your back, and uh, there's nothing to coach you. You're going through a bad breakup. And God is healing you through it, but apply no anesthesia. Not that many people can deal with it. Nobody can understand it until you align it with what is taking place in Gaza, that I am in warfare. That's what I want to pray with you about today. Because you don't even know while you were hurting, you were healing. The mothers who had to have the emergency C-section without anesthesia, it hurt like all get out. Here's the good news. But the baby was still delivered. Those who had to go through the skin graft with no anesthesia, they were giving them Tylenol. Tylenol! While trying to get their skin back together. Heard they could barely look at it. Had to look away. Had to bite on the towel. They had to give them something strong to drink. When it was over, they, they looked brand new. It hurt, but they were healed in the process. I can't even imagine 
going into the hospital with uh, an arm flailing off, a leg just uh, holding on to a tissue. And somehow, by the grace of God, even while it was removed, they feel better because it was a necessary pain for the healing process. And that's where it is that you are. I know it hurts, but you are going to heal. I know this is unfair, but you are absolutely going to heal. I know that this has been nagging and gnawing for weeks and for some of you months and others of you for years, but it's a part of that healing process. I hate to be tried and flippant and just throw it out because we use it so casually. But I've got it imported here. All things work together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. It hurts. Identify it. Don't suppress it. Don't ignore it. what you are dealing with right now. It hurts. Your heart is beating outside of your chest. You don't even know when the last time you had a good night's sleep. It is hard for you to focus. Out of nowhere, anger flares back up. You keep reliving the trauma in your mind. It hurts, but you are still in the healing. And the amazing thing about God's confidence in your endurance, your stick to your capacity to deal with pain far exceeds regular average people because you're listening to my voice and you haven't broken down. You're listening to my voice and you have not exacted revenge. You're listening to my voice, here it is, and you have not driven yourself over the cliff. I wish I had that revelation. I'm really just coming with confirmation. It hurts, but you are being healed. You gotta get out of your mind. What you went through as a child, you get a shot and a lollipop that don't happen in the real world. You got a boo-boo and you get a multicolored band-aid. No. Sometimes in that healing process, you got to look at the wound. You got to observe the gash. You got to witness the streaming of your own blood. And remind yourself that if I suffer with him, that I reign with him. I'm not denying your pain. I'm not minimizing your grief. I am not dealing with dissociative order uh, out of uh, my own perplexities of the problems that I've had to contend with, of what's going on in my own internal being. I'm telling you, I'm commiserating with you that it hurts. But while it is hurting, you are healing. Let's pray. You got to get to work. You got to take the kids to school. You still ain't jumped in the shower. Still got to stop and get gas. Still got to get something to eat. Let's hurry up and pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for my brother. I pray for my sister who are hurting. Lord, we are still amazed 2,023 years later that you said from the cross that you thirst, but you never articulated that you hurt. God, we are not omnipotent. We feel the nails. We feel the crown of thorns. We feel the piercing in the side. 
We feel the slashes in our back. We feel the betrayal and we feel the denial. But thank you, dear Lord, that we now embody what it is that you endured to know that we only got another three hours to endure this. That relief is coming. Restitution is coming. Resurrection is coming. I pray that you expedite our healing process because God, we got to transparently tell you this pain is too much. It's overwhelming. And we do not want to reduce ourselves to our lower selves. Reach for a drink. Reach for a narcotic. Reach for a cigarette. Or reach for a person. God, at this level of base pain, we reach to you. While on others thou art calling, please don't pass us by. Smatter your precious blood over our wounds so that we do not get infected by our own thoughts, by our own past, and by our own trauma. Pray, dear Lord, that the balm from Gilead will now be applied or wherever is the area we find ourselves in grief, in pain, in sorrow, in disbelief, in anger, in disappointment, in embarrassment, and in rage. We give our pain to you, knowing that you'll transform pain into a purpose. It's in Jesus' powerful name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm headed to New York. I want you to be headed to your assignment, headed to your destiny. And before you head there, I want you to sow. Sow into your healing, sow into your wholeness, sow into your help. Sow out of your hurt, sow out of your pain. Say, Lord, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. I want you to go right now to newbirth.org, give the five push pay, text to give. I want to challenge every person with a seed of $32. That's what I'm asking you to give. Uh, those of you who are on uh, Cash App, dollar sign, Crown Prince 07, seed of 32, it's gone. It hurts for you to do it, but you got to do it. It's inconvenience, it's uncomfortable, but you got to do it. I want you to sow a seed of 32 this morning. Go to newbirth.org right now. Push pay, give LaFi, text to give. Sow a seed of 32. That's my preference, my drugs, that you go directly to New Birth and you do it right now, seed of 32. Otherwise, I want you to go on to my cash bill, uh, cash app, dollar sign, crown prince 07, a seed of 32. I'm challenging all of us to stretch ourselves, to move ourselves, and to believe that this sickness is not unto death. This sickness is only so that God can get the glory. I want to praise him while I'm in pain. My hallelujah while I am hurting. Go right now. Crown Prince 07, newbirth.org, sow a seed of 32, saying, God, you can trust me even while I hurt. You can have confidence in my unwavering discipleship even while I'm in agony. God bless you. Do me a favor, please. I've prayed for you. Now pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. It won't always be like this. You hurt now, but you're going to be healed sooner than you think. God bless you.